say, should we say, wherever I go, come to Dunedin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great. Yeah, nice. Are we, so, are we throwing in a... Yeah, at the same time. Are we throwing in a, you're listening to Hako FM? And, yeah, and yeah. a squaw? And a squaw. Okay, <laughs> so, right, go Dunedin, Hako FM squaw. Yep, yeah, sure. Cool. Do it. Do we need a counting? Okay, three, three, two, one. We're Riot Girl and come to Dunedin. You're listening to Harko FM. Oh, you're listening
Um, I should say that we're here at we're here at the at the Whammy back room. I oh yep. yeah. And I'm here with Riot Girl. Yes. All the way from Dunedin. Woo, Um yep. I'm actually surprised to hear there's a rehearsal space in Dunedin that you pay for. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Where it's is it? It's called Spaceland. Shout out to Spaceland. Space, yeah. Where is, where is that? It is in the industrial waterfront area of Ortipoti and it is on Jutland Street. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. And it's booked out all the time because yeah. it's the, you're right, it's one of like only. It's the only <laughs> practice only space one. that's available. Yeah. yeah. Besides Madison's flat. Besides my house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do the neighbours cope with that? Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah Madison lives in kind of like a, a I live in a area. apparently yeah, somewhat affluent area accidentally. Yeah. Um, and one neighbours, they're rich and partially deaf. So they're like, go for your life. And the other neighbours <laughs> are DJs. So they can't hear us anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's I great. Know the other neighbours are DJs. No, I didn't no, know that either. Yeah, they're often asleep or playing music. Right. The classic affluent neighbourhood. It's right. It's very <laughs> Māori Hill. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Māori Hill. Um, that's crazy. Because I, I've, I, obviously I, I knew the like Koizilla space. Mm. Was it Bank Street? That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. And, um, and then I was bumping into some friends um, from a, a Lizard and Lizard who were like, when That's I was at name. university, they yes. were old and in a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they run Fee Street. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, yep. and, the, yeah. Oh, and he was yeah. like, yeah, we've got bands pra- practicing in Fee Street right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, we might. If I just turned it into a rehearsal, because yes. I'm like, I, you can never yeah, imagine someone cool. still living in that house. Yeah, there's <laughs> always sort of a cycle of spaces that open up, or people's houses yeah. that end up being appropriate for practicing. So, you, like, a lot of bands will flood in there, and yeah. you kind of try and all work it out together. We actually recorded our album at um, at Bank Street, at Bank, Bank Street, Street. Yeah. which was pretty oh, fun. Partially. Yeah, and then part of it at a different house. Yeah, <laughs> with Zach. Yes, yes Zach Nichols yeah, Zach. of Coizilla fame. Oh my god, what a legend! Yeah, oh, and Space Bats Attack, who are playing and tonight. A space and Space Bats I'm missing yeah. them once again. I'm very Wait, upset yeah, they're, about they're it. playing oh. a very rare set in oh. Autoporty tonight. I oh. I gotta say it at Wine Cellar, which you can which you can kind of be a little bit here in the background because we're here and there's gigs going on. Ambient noise, which is beautiful. Yeah. Love it. That's what sets uh, Hardcore FM apart. Um, <laughs> it works on Quality. multiple levels, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had like a transcendent experience to Space Bats Attack yes. at Wine Cellar like oh, a couple of months nice. back. Congratulations. Because um, I remember seeing like it was Thundercub back in the day was like Lee's very first like three-piece yeah. mathy so-so modern band and now this is like, but I'm, I'm quite like a heavy guitar guy so this is like punching me in the face and it was the yeah. ultimate lineup of super group of like Lee, Richard, Josh and Zach. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, oh, it's perfect. It's my bogan guitar dream. Yes. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting like Dunedin it is kind of like a things just come and go mm. in Dunedin. Mm. Students come and go. Yeah. Lots of venues or venue owners come and go. I, rehearsal yeah. spaces. Yeah. What is keeping you all in Dunedin? Is, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you what I mean. Like, that's a topical question. I'm moving in June. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? Sadly for uh, us, Melbourne. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I Big Dunedin. A, I got a bright academic opportunity, so I'm flying the coop. Oh, fleeing the nest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just means you got to book some Melbourne shows and you yeah. got a place yeah, to that's play. Right. Yeah. We should do some like you know, two week long songwriting sessions. Yeah. Yes. In a basement in Melbourne. I mean, we recently figured out the possibility of me doing Zoom practices works very well. Yeah, we actually so have true. tested that so, concept. Yeah. It's very modern. Yeah. It's very very cyber chic. Thanks. 
if we can work from home in a corporate sense, why can't we in a creative sense? Oh, you're asking, this is the creative industry stuff we need. Oh my God. Yeah. We're getting hot tips. Yeah. Right? yeah. I actually th- always thought it would be a great idea for like band members to split themselves up and go to different cities to like yeah. have like to build a base for the one band in lots oh, of different places and yeah. then you just you could just go and play oh in gosh, each other's and you home invite cities. all your friends well, yeah, that's yeah. kind oh. of what my other band Porpoise did for a bit is like everyone else was based in Pornica Wellington and then we and like some of us were in Autoporti Dunedin still and it was it was interesting you yeah. get solid following in both places yeah. um, it was like yeah it was, I guess it was good for both places because when we did the Pornicky show like a decent amount of people came because yeah Tom was based there yeah which was just cool it, it has its pluses and it has its minuses it's quite expensive you know because there mm. are things that like only like really in person practice can really do mm. I don't know and it's like yeah not that convenient to have to fly to to do those things to do, to do those things yeah. yeah bands are really hard to keep together as well for an extended yeah. amount of time because yeah. people's lives are in such different frequencies uh, yeah. they're like the period where they're like you start looking at bands that have lasted all like heaps of time you're like how the fuck are you guys yeah, doing that yeah it's a big commitment yeah mm. you're either like the same people doing the same things mm. in every section of your life which is kind of how it works with some people or like I don't know the money got too good and you hate, you hate one another and you're just going to carry on yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those two, those? <laughs> yeah. we're like two gigs away from that yeah. you know? <laughs> we're about to we're have about a big time yeah. maybe it's tonight <laughs> maybe the mint chicks break up happens tonight yeah. oh snap <laughs> I know I try to be tough, but you tell me 
are you aware that people outside of Dunedin look at bands in Dunedin and like Trace Untrace mm. and all the things that are happening there and are kind of like jealous that they don't have things like that happening in their own cities. Oh, oh. Not completely aware, no. Yeah. I do know that um, Auntie Porty has like a reputation for showing up at festivals and there'll be like one or two bands and they're always like everyone's favourite band. Mm. Yeah. It's probably true. just because like it cultivates sort of a different approach I guess and like at the moment there is sort of a bit of a trend of like kind of noise experimental mm, stuff definitely. that crosses into other genres in autoporty in particular because yeah. those scenes are like really fluid like mm. a lot of people go to like all the ambient noise gigs and then go to the punk gigs so it's like there's a lot of interest I think personally a lot of that is making really good bands right now like Dale Kerrigan shout out shout yeah. out Dale Kerrigan yeah, yeah they, they killed Welcome to Nowhere this year Yes, and like yes. N- n- first time I saw Nylon was there. Welcome to Nowhere. I was yes. like, you gotta go see exactly. Nylon. I think that's the I think part of it is that like Dunedin bands. I mean, actually, Port Lucy. Oh yes. Both Porpoise <laughs> and Riot Gull are kind of two bands uh, putting this idea to shame. But a <laughs> lot of Dunedin bands don't get out of Dunedin. They just kind mm. of stay in Dunedin. Yeah. And then. They, 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 in this like circle of like getting fucking awesome yes. over like years and years. <laughs> yeah. And then someone outside of Dunedin, like Joel and the Eye Gums, or mm. someone else will be like, hey, yeah. can, oh, yeah, can you come play? And then everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Because it's yeah, like, yeah, no one else true. could have ever heard about it. Yeah. It's a sneaky true. little thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Joel, yeah, organized the Dale Kerrigan first tour and then the Porpoise tour as well. That's so. right. You do need people to yeah. pluck you out because it's a comfy little space and to operate in. Yeah. That's what Joel realised. I think it's like, there's a lot of really good music here with people who don't want to book themselves tours. No, and if I could no just one wants book to do any money. Because no. <laughs> it's just fine. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's cool. We'll just play a gig next week at the Crown. Like, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> at the, because what, there's the cr- there's Crown and then there's Dive. Is there any other venues mm. at the moment? There's yours. Yours. Oh, yours. Yes. Yeah. I did interview play, them. Uh, Dog with two tails, but as of last two days, Dog with two tails is closing. So huge news for the Safe Dunedin venues campaign. Yeah, big issues. Not able to resell the business because of like the noise Uh. and the yeah. It's Uh. just like a big thing in Altiplano right now. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so Crown and Dive are sort of the ones, and then yours is starting to come up. And otherwise, it's sort of like temporary makeshift Mm. venues for small things happening on the fly. There was like. Maggie's which did oh yeah Maggie's some gigs, yeah. but I haven't there haven't been any gigs there for a little bit so mm. not as not as often as there have been at yours yeah so it's good that there's yeah some things coming up and it's like okay it's not dying completely but it's still not an ideal situation yeah yeah it's so tough because it's a you got to get momentum going as like a venue as well, like totally, and, yeah. then, and then it's like easy to sound check because like everyone's sound checked the night before and yeah. all this gear. Like that's that hassle of like it's like having a creative space where you're constantly putting having to put your shit away yeah. and set it up again. It takes yeah. all this fucking energy to even yeah. like be creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you want minimal limitations. Yeah.
you a question Deborah yes. yeah Deborah actually no <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you an invoice fine well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I see I had like I was saying before we recorded because we, we talked before we record that I'd seen the band play at the crown before and at that show I saw you pick up and perform on and then put down a whole bunch of things yes. now my question is does that all of those things do you carry them all around with you as you tour and therefore you <laughs> carry the most gear around technically or is it actually a manageable amount of things mm. I'm not sure if I have the most gear oh, I don't know I mean, the, you, you have, have the, the most, most different yeah. objects yeah, I guess individual I items yes. for sure my shoulders were quite sore today. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a lot like we considered like getting a suitcase we yeah. about like getting something that I can like put all my stuff in but I should have done the suitcase thing, but no. Do you ever imagine what you're going to say to, like, the security person at the <laughs> gate if they feel like, can I just look in your bag? And they, they go like, and what is all this that for? That actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, last year I went to um, a rave, um, a negative space rave, and then, um, like... Um, he had to like look at my bag and I was like, oh, this is just my melodica and, uh, um, here are my plates and, um, uh, and yeah, there's yeah, here's my power yeah. And, yeah, and I had like a flute stand as well because we both went to the rave after a gig and it, I pulled it out and it just looked like a, like a dildo and it was not, <laughs> it was just really, he was like, what the fuck is this? It's like, some real performance yeah. art happening tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're big on the miscellaneous objects. We yeah. were sourcing vacuums from different venues for a while. Yeah. Like when we were doing soundcheck, we would ask if they had a vacuum and then set that up. Yeah, um, Jones gave us a really funny facial expression to that question. Yeah, Jones at the crown. <laughs> he was bemused. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw, I watched the, um, Radio 1 live session, I saw the vacuum. Our first ever gig. Ever anything. Ever. See, that's that's some cool shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, until you watch it and you're like, ooh. Nah, that's cool. Like, how many how many people start bands and then they're like, okay, we're going to record stuff and it's like six months before they even ever play a show or anyone hears it because they're worried about doing all this stuff. And yeah. I'm, I've just always been the opposite. Like, should we just like put one foot in front of the other and just yeah. fucking do this thing? <laughs> yes, that's very right, girl. We just kind yeah. of start doing things because we want to do it. Yeah. Done. <laughs> just if you want to, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how the album, like, is that how like deciding to do an album came about essentially? Well, yeah, I guess normally, normally, I don't know, people, <laughs> people put out like a couple of singles, maybe an EP, but we were like, oh, we we have enough songs. Why don't mm. we do an album? Yeah, it's fun to record stuff yeah. down and like archive it and like have that as a group project. 
and then you can just move straight on to whatever mm-hmm. else you want to do. It doesn't feel like you have to set up much of a timeline for yourself. Yeah, because that's yeah. kind of what like Dale Kerrigan mm. did, and I saw that like that works for them. And um, honestly, like yeah, um, like I was really close with Joel from Dale Kerrigan and his boss at his work, Simon, who's yeah. all in Long Shout Distance Runner and oh, yes. Mandate. Mandate. He's just like actually given us a lot of advice around like yeah. touring mm. and like getting all of this shit together. And I think that's actually been part of what kind of made us just yeah he was like you know you should be out and going on tour like it's cool and you'll do well so you should do it so Trace Untrace wasn't oh. wasn't cracking the whip for the album to get done, but was very excited, I'm sure, to have it happening. Yeah, yeah such yes. amazing yes. total call. Like Julie's just well has influenced a certain approach in the autoporty music scene to a huge degree. I think, like especially yeah. in terms of welcoming in gender yeah. diverse musicianship mm-hmm. and Maori artists and like yeah, just I just think such amazing mahi. Yeah. yeah, 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 and not creating any barriers like literally just mm. saying would you want to do this thing you can do it we'll help you do it immediately because yeah. well, kind of related to that is like Mary Berry yes. actually like because at Soy Milk so Deborah and I used to be in this band actually I back did in watch high a school. video on <laughs> yeah. the face- oh on my Facebook gosh. page such yeah. research yeah oh is yeah the, some Deborah? of the live videos are better than others but, <laughs> <laughs> but like at our first ever gig at the attic um, j- um like Oh, Jade from Mary Berry came up to us and like I don't know we actually 
I don't know, that was our first ever proper gig and we played it the um, Smoke Free Rock Quest once before that and I just thought we weren't going to keep going and then our drummer actually signed us up for this other gig and then we played and I thought we went it was so shit and that it was the worst thing ever and I was like okay I'm not doing that anymore <laughs> and, then, and then Jade came up and was like that was so awesome like you should keep going and then yeah, yeah so and Jade then, so and Julie and Schley from yes. Dale were in this yeah were in Mary Berry yeah. and it was like a very short lived but like a very influential band where they all just decided they would all yes. swap instruments constantly and just write songs whenever nice. they want and Lucy, Lucy is, is wearing, wearing the t-shirt the very rare Mary fucking Berry 420 yeah, t-shirt I just Damn. thought it was like yeah because of I guess the influence that they have had mm. on like yeah that and just that they were like Jade was there at the start and then like also Julie and Shelley were so supportive yeah. of like our band starting up it was just like yeah that was definitely something that got us to like keep going yeah. and it's really special yeah. yeah it is such it seems like such a supportive energy and group down there to be honest like yeah there's some amazing people yeah yeah it's, it's so it's so it's so nice to just have someone be like keep going yes, as opposed to like really. in other places it can be like here's what you should change or like mm, you should do maybe something like and yeah. people try and like project kind of onto you advice. and it's well it's just really hard not to yeah. people just get stuck in their own heads so much but really what in anyone needs is just to be like just keep doing you and just get up tomorrow and do it yeah and it's gonna be fine yeah. just keep doing it you know yeah. and that's yeah that's why i love people like julie and richard yeah. and everyone down yeah. there and yeah. mm-hmm. and zach just being like yeah well, let's just record yeah fully just yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and yeah and zach did an amazing job recording the album too it was like just so fun to yeah so easy record <laughs> With, and he yeah he did a great job I never thought I'd be Zach able to record too. nine drum tracks in one day yeah, yeah. oh yeah. my god that was that was yeah. a crazy day yeah one it was legendary one song cause like the last no the not the last two but the last two before the last one <laughs> on the album <laughs> Icky Hole um, and Mensa yeah we recorded in one take and it took us I think we took like <laughs> no, I think it was like I think we were five like, or six. It was like six. And there were other tapes. people at the Trace on Trace flat who yeah. were working in the lounge, and coming that. in and out, being like, "How you guys going? Yeah, yeah. just hearing yeah. you play that song again. Yeah, like, yeah. Nine, nine minutes yeah. again. Yeah, it's like a whole nine minutes and yeah. one go again. Yeah." yeah.
my shape because of you and your eyes scouring every inch of my body. Broken drumstick in my bag, jaw clenched, fists at the ready anytime I leave the house after dark. Headphones in, music on full volume, don't the sound of you yelling disgusting comments as you drive by with your friends. Anytime someone puts their hand on my shoulder, I'm reminded of you and your unwanted, unconsented touch. You're a girl, you have to be careful. My parents told me this, and they're right. I do. It's because of you. Did you so you did some of them live in like one take, and some of them you mm. you kind of tracked parts all together. Yeah, well, and we did one song completely live, yes, mm. which is the last very last song mm-hmm. which Deborah wrote, and then the others we kind of did in sections. Like Lucy and I did all the guitar and drums together, live yeah, together. live yep. together. That was really fun. Cool. Mm. Yeah, and then, and then I recorded, and then we did some vocals. And oh yeah, we, we did, did some group Deborah vocals. And yeah, then we did extra stuff, and then we did more vocals. It was a, it was super fun. Yeah, I think the vocals really stand out in oh, the sick. album as well. Like, I I've listened to it a few times, and it just goes all the way. Like, I, I try not to look at my phone or my laptop while it's playing to like or see what song's playing. Mm. So, and I, I it's almost impossible to most of the time tell when one song is ending in the album and going through yeah. to the next one. It was like it was a real experience, and I thought in a way like it's a real experience that then really well kind of drops up for the last song that mm. you did Deborah mm. as well like I think if that was I, I think it was cool that that felt like its own thing at mm. the end as well and mm. uh, how, how do you feel about having that kind of song out and about in the world right now for people to listen to yeah I mean I feel like at first I was like a bit like because uh, I mean it's I guess it's like taking me a while to like stand up for myself but mm. like I usually just like when I've been called that or like people have said that around me I usually just like sit and say nothing Mm. but like I guess yeah just um like seeing other like black people like listening to it and being like yeah and like also like I guess oh I've spoken to lots of people that have been like does racism exist in New Zealand (laughs) and like (laughs) I (laughs) yeah yeah, so it's like it's made me want to like yeah share that message Mm. more like for my little baby sister who like um 
experiences this as well I want to like encourage her like to get out there and be like wow yeah yes and it says it felt good kind of like because it's quite vulnerable in a way putting yourself out there like that yeah especially like you know that you could have gone the route of like having the whole band going and lots of noise mm. and that but lots of lots of people would maybe feel a bit more comfortable with that but it, yeah. I, I also don't think it would have the same impact as it had so yeah. but it, it must feel reassuring and nice to kind of get that in it like kinship yeah. back from it you know yeah i mean it definitely is scary like i, I won't lie it is a bit freaky i get like the shakes but i mean it's good it's like nice hearing that like silence and mm. everyone's face is just like whoa and yeah so that's pretty cool. it's really cool to like make that space like yeah, after exactly. playing a really noisy intentionally noisy yeah. set it's like really special to hold all that space and just yeah, exactly. yeah keep everybody there listening yeah in a different way like having that attention yeah. yeah and it's cool like i think it you know i think art a lot of the times it doesn't have to say something but like i think it's always nice to kind of pepper in like a real voice into the art as well mm, and i think okay. like it, it that that's something that could be said i think about the whole record and not just not just the oh, last I'll song as that. well like mm-hmm. it is like that thing that dunedin seems to have a weird knack at excelling at where it's like that perfect line of like full of personality but also like leading the line on kind of here's some stuff we can explore like and people could kind of come this way as well you know like they like unique but you know we could all be doing fun stuff like this yeah it's just nice to hear a fun band as well (laughs) like you know yeah (laughs) we're we're literally just trying to have fun exactly it's yeah the co-papa um this is for me this is for my family this is for my friends of color God has given me a voice and I'm going to use it. I was walking down the street Somebody said the word nigga to me I was at a party listening to a guy singing he said nigga right in front of me he said nigga right in front of me I was in a kebab shop and the guy said you let niggas in here? Stop calling me a nigger Stop using the word nigger It's not your word to say Why can't you understand? Even if it's in a song That word was literally used to make black people feel worthless and like Stop being racist Stop being racist Just please stop being racist Stop being racist um, who does all the visual, uh, like, album art? It's all... Kilda, that, is, that is me. Nice. Yep. I, I love the, like, colourful metal 
um, combination. Yes. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Like yeah. paisley metal stuff is like yeah. Amazing. We wanted like <laughs> as many different colors as possible because I mean, I have so many black tees with punk logos on them in white, and they're great. But there's only so much you can fill up your wardrobe, and yeah, it's totally. cool to see lots of colors at gigs as well. It's exciting, <laughs> and yeah, I just wanted to draw a logo that had spikes everywhere, but also. Birds. <laughs> yeah. The best thing I was like, the like format is like primed for just being filled with secret birds. <laughs> it's like it's like a little image search. There's little seagulls and yeah, it's like, like an ice pie. and stuff. So it's yeah, there's some fish. Oh, well, it's a bit yeah, it's it's a trick. It's a treat. Yeah. Well, when this I is our pitch for our merch. <laughs> Buy our merch. You too can discover all the secrets mm-hmm. of the Rygal logo. That's exactly what I'll be doing later on. Great. I think. You're in the right place. I am in the right place. Um, and so, what is the like? Because it seems so like we're just doing what's fun. We're we're gonna like oh we're gonna play our first gig. Oh let's we've got songs. Let's record an album. Is there like what is is there any kind of ambition or like intention for the, for like for, for the band or is it really like focused in the now? Hmm. I think I mean we we are just for people who all really wanted to be in bands and making music and find a way to express that. So I think we really live in the moment. We mm. kind of take things as they mm. come and work that way you know mm. we we come up with new songs on the fly and sometimes it's in band practice and sometimes it's not but we're all just constantly <laughs> moving <laughs> yeah i think it, it suits the like a, like the instrumentation that we have like it just needs to sort of have a bare bone structure and then be adapted to like in real time and then you end yeah. up finding really fun things together yeah also i think it's just respective of all of us as people as well like yeah yeah I think a lot of it is also like kind of based on like either really specific individual corded or, or like totally shared experiences. So you kind of mm. need to be all together and just like seeing how you're going at the moment mm. to build up songs like that. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Um, I just think it's really nice. Like I say to a lot of people, like you're, you're really creative when you're writing songs and then that's where the creativity stops. Like then we just go and do this and we do that. Like we've always done, done that thing. And I think it's really nice to, it's a great energy listening to, but also having the privilege of hanging out with the band uh, because it feels, feels like the whole thing, you know, so it's really nice.
Love the album. Thanks for putting it out and putting it together, and thanks to Julie for yes. doing some organising and stuff like that. Thanks as well. for listening. Yeah, yeah thank you. That's okay. <laughs> um, do we have a, a song that each of you are most excited about playing tonight? Oh, tonight. <laughs> like, what's the one you're like? Yeah, we're doing this one. Let's do it. I really want to play. I'm really excited to play "In Rage" because <laughs> it's a really fun mm-hmm. drumming song. It mm-hmm. has some really just thrilling little moments of improv <laughs> you can kind of yeah adapt whatever you're doing on the night and <laughs> some yeah. cheeky little time signature changes and oh, yeah. yeah i just yeah. always have a good time playing in rage there's triplets there's triplets <laughs> my god there's triplets there's here. fives there's threes there's sevens <laughs> pick a number pick a number yeah. <laughs> it's, oh a, god, it's it. a bingo yeah. night yeah no nah, it's cool where am i yeah. a tall guy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I also like I think getting to enrage it when it's in, in the, the set. set because it's like I don't know usually by that point I am getting a bit maybe like sometimes like overstimulated and then it's like actually because the song starts off with just like oh, just making a bunch of noises which I usually like make anyways and like kind of <laughs> yeah. let out excess energy yeah. so it's actually like under the guise usually when we're at that point in the set it's like oh I needed this yes. and it's kind of like yeah just let that energy out and then keep yeah. going yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. What about you guys? 
I think mine's either like umami because I enjoy like being on the plates. Yes. <laughs> or like I men suck because like I enjoy like um playing Tama the Otomatone. Yes, Tama the Otomatone. Beautiful. And then also having like a nice scream at the end. Yeah, it's, it's a good like, one for screaming. It's very good. Yeah, yeah get I'm, it out. I'm personally looking forward to that one as well. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I, I really like playing routine for champs because yeah. I get to go synth mode. Ooh. Like full synth yeah. mode. Yeah, <laughs> you got some fun bass lines and routine. Yeah. yeah. There's lots it's of lots of things going on. Yeah, it's, it's a busy so, one. It's so fun to play. I, I always, always love hearing it every single I was, time. <laughs> literally, I love hearing it in soundcheck. I'm like, here, here we yeah. go, let's go. It's also like me being like, okay, yes, this is this is going to be okay tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the confidence we all need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's what soundcheck's are for to say, okay, it'll, it'll be okay. It'll work. Yeah. It's all fine.